Hello, and welcome back to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast where I talk to people. My friend Alex and I have been reading a classic novel called The Eye of the World. Uh, this may turn into a, a full reading of The Wheel of Time for me, and a reread for Alex. Uh, we do have, I do have a couple books that I want to read, uh, but right now I am kind of falling into this one, and uh, this is the first of a series of episodes of this podcast where Alex and I are going to discuss The Wheel of Time, uh, starting with Eye of the World, the first novel. These are fantasy novels, uh, I think largely written in the 80s and 90s. Uh, we may be discussing some sexism or some gender roles and... Uh, decades-old ideas about those kind of things, but there will be a little bit of adult topics, adult situations. We'll be brushing up against the... the this will be... I think what I'm trying to say is that this is this is probably the safest, least adult topic-y kind of topic that I will be talking about on this podcast. These are, these are relatively safe fantasy books from a long time ago. Not really that long ago. Anyway... Can I can I ask you to introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Atheist Man, also known as Alex. Uh, I streamed a long time ago, and not for very long, but uh, yeah, I like books, I like games, I like movies. Yeah. Books and games more than movies. Cool. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, I don't know... It would be hard for me to put them in order. Or to... <laughs> yeah, or why? Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> right now, I really like books. Oh, I think I, I was Wolfgar. Yeah, it was a game on PlayStation Four. Yeah, if it was, if it well, if it was Icewind, yeah, Dale. But was Icewind Dale on the PlayStation? It was called Deadly Alliance, maybe. It, this was like recent, oh, it was, and I think yeah, one of the, yeah. I think the mage in the party was Drizzt. Is that how you would? Uh... Well, Drizzt was not a mage; he was a ranger, <laughs> which is weird. Oh, he was an elf, but... though. No, he was an elf. He oh, okay. Elf. I think then that's yeah, that's the guy. I think I maybe I just think that all drows are mages. Uh is not a bad assumption to make. They're either clerics or mages if you see them out in the world, unless specifically it's Drizzy. So, yeah, not a lot of them are there. They live mostly underground. Yeah, so it's like basically uh, they Did, all live in the underdark. Specifically, yeah. the underdark, which isn't just underground; it's under underground. Is it like, like a? Is it like a separate plane, kind of, or almost, or not? It or no, kind of. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's like you're so, so far deep. underground that it's you're kind of not sure if you're in the same world anymore. Yeah, so it's it's basically the equivalent to like being in the Marianas Trench, right? Whoa, it's, just, it's a completely different world. Like, sure, you, you know the ocean, but then like you go down in there, and you're like, it's just completely different. So that's that's basically what it's like. There's no light. There's no uh, you know, it's all that stuff. Um, they, yeah, and so basically, the um, the most powerful, prominent people in uh, Drow society are mages uh, and clerics. Clerics being specifically female worshippers of Lolth. 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 L L O L T H. That almost sounds like Lilith. <laughs> Imagine the spider queen being. <laughs> does something bad? Does something bad happen to the clerics? Um, they they change maybe. shape. That's what I'm referring to. Or is that just the clerics oh, that do that? Driders. No, yeah, driders are drow warriors that have been oh. sacrificed to become. Yeah. Oh, I think it's like yeah, maybe in World of Warcraft there's something similar, but it's like. It, it's like if you use too much of the dark magic, you become a not whatever they call. It's uh, not it's not a drider, obviously, but they the have Rubians. No, no. It, this is like this was in Legion, so it, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So it was way later than than you might be familiar with, but it was there were uh, there's a bunch of not, elves called the Nightborn. 
Yeah. And they can turn, some of them accidentally turned into spiders by like doing magic, which is what a lot, which is what, how a lot of races came around. Someone accidentally in World of yeah. Warcraft did magic. magic. And, yeah. Yeah. Really. It's a lot of what happens in that game. You're the one who was playing that horror game. There was somebody who was playing the horror game and like they were in a bunch of flesh. I think it was T1BG. Yeah, that's... Anyways, like, it looked like a Nerubian crypt, and I couldn't think of Nerubian Ooh. for the life of me. It sounds yeah. like Scorn, like, it's yeah. Warcraft bug things, and, like, I don't know, but yeah, it was... Anyway, sorry. I I remembered it, and I was trying to remember why I needed to remember it, and that's why I... <laughs> cool. I like those guys. I, th- I feel like... They're interesting. I feel like... Yeah, it all there's a weird <laughs> does well, and and the Nurubians are also like they're technically a society, a culture of Oh yeah, the bug, the rest yeah. of the bug race. And I yeah. can't remember what the rest of the bug race name is either now. And now that's bugging me. Ooh, you're not it's ooh, it's not is it Silithid? Are they Silithids? Mm-hmm. Or is it it's not Ancourage that you're looking for? Encourage is this. That's a quote yeah, unquote, but I, right? I I feel like some yeah. of them might be called that, like they're like the the people from that city might be called the Encourage, but I could be, or just Karaji. Karaji is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so that's not correct though, because they're just a relative of the Nerubians, but I don't think they're Silithids. Like infested section. Silithus is the name of the place that the bugs are in. Oh, but there are bugs that are called Silithids with a D. Silithids. Yeah. That would make sense. They come from Silithus. They're Silithus. Yeah. Are they... Because I know there was some kind of initiative, I think, of the old gods raising bug races. But I don't know if they're all... Though I think those are the three of them, the three we just went over. But I, yeah, I don't... Do you think there's another term for, like, all bug people? I thought there was. I thought yeah. it was just, like... Yeah. I almost feel like there's something with a ch in it somewhere oh and there's also those guys in pandaria as well there's like wasp people i think those are different though maybe who knows i'm not it's <laughs> i'm not that big on the i love the lore of warcraft oh my god i haven't gotten into it like i got into elder scrolls so elder scrolls is way crazy deep tolkien-esque Oh, why, yeah. did, why, even, why did you even think of this? <laughs> I'm, uh, I have barely I have barely dipped my toes into Elder Scrolls. It's really good I, if you like lore and you're willing to go the extra mile to like read everything. There's a lot of books to read in Skyrim. There's a lot of books to read. <laughs> a lot of them don't really talk about much. But there's also like you get a tidbit. Uh, I, well, I love that. Like every now and then, you get a little bit of experience when you pick one up, and that's that's the reason I leafed through every yeah. single book I saw. <laughs> I love most most of the skill books. I love them. Um, the exception being the uh, lessons of Vivek. Horrible. I hate them. They're stupid. Don't ever read them. But the rest of them, they're really funny stories. Or like interesting stories at the least. So sure. I always recommend reading if it's a skill book, read it. It's really cool. <laughs> I, I mean I liked Skyrim. I I, I have uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also the Lusty Argonian Maid. Everybody needs to read that. Sorry? The Lusty Argonian Maid. Everybody the Lusty needs to read Argonian that. Maid. Is it available online? Yeah. Uh, I would assume so. it, it must be. It, I mean, is it? Is it? Is that? Let me ask you. Let me let me ask it this way: Is that your very personal recommendation, or is that known as something that you should see in Skyrim? I feel like it's known. Okay, because then it's probably available to find. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming all Elder Scrolls books are here. But yeah, compiled somewhere, right? Oh, oh boy. Oh, there Imperial it is. Library. Yeah. <laughs> Lusty Argonian Maid, Volume 1. Oh boy. Oh, her name is Lifts Her Tail. That wow. Yep. 
<laughs> oh wow that's just right there that's that's terrific right out of the gate it's it's perfect i <laughs> it's <laughs> why why is this in the game why i will why would anyone not read it you start reading it and you're like why am i reading this and you keep reading it and you're uh, like <laughs> i'm reading it right now i i was wondering if i was gonna read it aloud but the fact that it's in a um you know that it's a for i'm not gonna ask you to recite to you know what i mean <laughs> we're not gonna act um, it out is the wheel is the is the eye of the world the first book in this series that you read yeah how old were you uh the first time i tried to read it i think i was Ooh, one of those 15. yeah i got to like the fourth chapter and like you can tell it's kind of a little slow at the start, and it's very, oh, sure. you know, but it's classic like, in that way. Like, yeah, the world, you know. Oh yeah, but, it's 15, a lot you know, like, like okay, I want I want something. I want a little bit of action. I want a little mm-hmm. bit of like even the Hobbit. Like you leave in chapter two or three or something like that. Yeah. So it's not, you know. But the second time, like when I actually got into it, I think I was eighteen or so, and okay. I just read straight through, and like. I, it just happened. Every time a new book came out, I I bought it and read it, and I've reread this whole series probably four times, and I've reread the last book probably nine or ten times. All the right, last book is really really good, really good. That experience. If you want me so... to not spoil anything, I won't. But I want to like I want well... to at least give you one scene, <laughs> one scene. You don't have to know anything you... about anything. Else. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm down. Sorry. If you don't think if you don't think it has anything to do, because I mean I'm like I mean we're talking about at least five years out. Yeah, exactly. Like so I like, mean, it's gonna it's, like I'm not you know, but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're talking. There's, so there's, I'm gonna forget about this by then. Yeah, there's a guy who, <laughs> whose only skill is the ability to open portals. Okay, um, and he's he has no capacity for anything else basically. And so, uh, during a battle, a bunch of people feed their power into him, and he basically opens up a portal underneath a volcano and just crushes the entire enemy army with the lava underneath the volcano, like the entirety of the lava underneath the volcano. That's <laughs> very rad. Being put on it underneath the volcano. Yeah, that's and, uh, that, that's I, very badass. And the quote, the quote that he says is. I think thousands of years ago, the dragon brought us the fury of the dragon mount. I bring it today. I bring it to you today on this battlefield, and he opens it up. <laughs> it's it's ooh beautiful. <laughs> Good. Yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff. I'm not gonna get into. It. I just wanted to set that scene for you because that's one of the most impactful scenes to me. Like, there's easily a hundred of those in the last book that are just amazing and i love it so a lot <laughs> of that too. a lot of uh a lot of fantasy material that i'm familiar with shies away from doing the big magical attack of that kind of caliber you know yeah. that's the kind of thing well, that you want to see gandalf doing but he never yeah. would. Even if he could, he wouldn't well, do it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, there's no. It's it's mostly like the rank and file are fighting, and you're following some part of the rank and file sure. or some like underdog. But like, uh, in this series, the underdog is everyone. The entirety of humanity is the underdog. Sure. So all of that magic, all of that stuff, like. That's also available to the enemy because I mean you've uh, already quote unquote met the you know Aes Sedai the evil Aes Sedai that joined the you know dark side you've met uh, the betrayer of hope so have I didn't I think the I have I met evil Aes Sedai uh, where I met at chapter four they've been mentioned oh they've been mentioned the yeah, yeah 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 and the ones who okay. serve the dark one yeah. yeah. So you know uh, that, like, and the the prologue, and you also, met, I, yeah, yeah, Theron versus 
uh, Betrayer of Hope. Yeah, and so like you know that there's equal side, like both sides are capable of using these like enormous amounts of this magic. So it's not just like oh, if Gandalf did that, he's the only one capable of doing that. Like in the sure, yeah. Simon, they do right, that. Yeah. They do that. They use huge magic things to fight each other. But then, like other than that, he's not really going to do it because those are all just regular people. And this is um, this is like renowned for having like a specific and detailed magic system. Oh yeah, that all of these it's people have their own. Pretty intricate. I would say it's close to the level aspects of, Sanderson. of it that they tap into. Sanderson. Is, oh, is that uh, one of the Dungeons & Dragons? No, Sand- oh. Brendan Sanderson did Way of the Kings and uh, Mistborn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Mistborn, I feel like if or I Earth. have... Oh, I think that's on my Audible wishlist. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very in-depth magic system. He's well-known for making like really well fleshed out magic systems that are very involved, very like well thought out. And so I'm saying this is on a similar level. Like it's, it's a little bit less in some ways, but also a little bit more in others. And so, also written earlier. Or am I wrong yeah. about that? I feel bit. like this is, uh, I feel I mean, like I mean, this is, this is Jordan, 80s. Jordan was an inspiration or... for, for Sanderson. That's why yeah. Sanderson ended up writing the last few books after Jordan died. Oh! So, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, and there there yeah. we go. And then it falls into place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think around the fourth book is when the first book of Sanderson's came out, the first Mistborn book came out. Okay. So they they did go along in a similar like uh progression. Sure. Yeah, how are you liking it so far? There's I'm into not it. A lot to go on, but it's um, it's so interesting. And I, the reason I reread this series so many times is you don't notice things that are going on this early on until oh, sure. later. Yeah, and I mean, there's some of that in everything, but it's like every single chapter is just like there are a lot of characters. So not just not just later in the book, but like there's things in the first book that you don't get to hear about or think about until like the ninth book. Sure, yeah, you said and something so similar to that. Forget, today, yeah, you know, you'll right, you'll yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Might be a tickle of memory somewhere, but you're like, I don't even know, like why why I would remember anything like that. This is so out of there. And then like you go back and you re- read through again, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is where that was. Like, how did they? <laughs> like, how is this whole thing? Uh, Jordan, Jordan built the world really well and yeah. like it's so thoroughly interconnected and like he didn't uh he didn't just build like geography and history he built like the politics of like, international politics thoroughly there is nothing that I can say like oh that doesn't really make sense like politically or like this doesn't really make sense for like this uh culture to do or something like that like it's so thoroughly like it's amazing sorry i love i love (laughs) i awesome i'm glad you're excited i feel like the beginning this first section that we're reading right now um reminds me a lot of the lord of the rings and what you said about your first experience reading this book is a lot like what my first experience with the lord of the rings is after the hobbit because I tried to read the fellowship and it's like 20 chapters of Bilbo's party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. And I had to come back to it when I was like 20. And yeah. you know, when I could be like, Oh, cool. Then I, I had to be so hardened by the world that I had to be like, wow, cool. A party with hobbits. <laughs> yeah. That's well, very yeah, high when fantasy. You're young, when you're young, you have an experienced, like quote unquote experienced battle. Like you, you Hardship. like the explosions. You like the you like yeah. the and, and the talking stuff bores you because talking is all you've had in your life. Once you've like started experiencing hardships and things like that, and like you've 
already read, seen, played games of thousands of battles, you're like, okay, I'm done with battles. I, I want to go back to and like think more about the talking and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. The young are thirsty for action. Yeah. It's not that action's bad. You're still going to like the action, but you're, you're totally fine with taking a break from the action. <laughs> I could lose the action entirely. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm watching, I'm watching Batman and I'm very into it when they're talking mm-hmm. to each other. And then he's jumping around on buildings and, uh, punching men and i my phone comes out and i start looking at instagram so <laughs> i really i just You've seen it thousands of times before you but that, like, yeah, yeah and then you know that's part of the problem part of the problem is that i'm watching movies that i real that i have in a way been watching my whole life <laughs> yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at it's like once you've done it enough you're like okay i understand i'm ready and interested in the rest of it now because the action's just not going to cut it for me. It's, I've already seen it. I've already it's been done thousands of times. Although I will say, I don't think I have ever read before or after any of the large scale battles in this, like anything on that scope, with the magic that they use. That's cool. I'm yeah. I'm in, I'm very interested like, in that. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. It's really and, interesting. Yeah, they, you, they uh, use, <laughs> use realm-shattering magic in just like normal battles because everyone can do it, and it's <laughs> sounds dangerous. And it's very dangerous. Like I can't even imagine being like a normal person. Is everyone <laughs> is everyone who can do it supposed to be in jail, or or have the Aes Sedai kind of been in hiding, or is there not? Um, I mean, everyone is kind of like. The people in the but town that we start with kind of don't even, they're not even sure yeah. that well, magic is, is real. I don't, I don't want to spoil that because that's going to be coming up pretty soon and it's, yeah. it's really interesting the way that it's dealt with. She but drowns a man at the it, ferry. It's, because of, it's a spoiler because of, <laughs> uh, like, they're afraid for a good reason, right? Sure. When you hear them yeah. talking about how, how, the evil, how evil the Aes Thai are because they broke the world, that's, that's the thing. Like, that is... They're dangerous. They're very dangerous. Right. It's very dangerous to come across somebody like Whether that. evil or good. Yeah, say, you know, there, there used to be an ocean to the west, and really now nice. it's a desert. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's dealt with really well, so I don't want to spoil that for you. But yeah, sure. that's a very good, it's a very good thing to think about. Like, man, I did watch the TV show. This, like, why, <laughs> why are people, why would anyone be okay with them being alive? Why are they not being hunted? Yeah, and they are. Well, actually, I don't know, I guess. I should. I wish I could get the TV show out of my memory. Because you know that I'm picturing the characters. Yeah. I mean, even on my copy of the book, the lady's on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and it, so you already know the difference between Perrin in the book and Perrin in the show. If in the show, he's, like, married, book. right? And has a, does he have kids? But he's got a wife. Why? He's not a child. Like... What the fuck? He has children. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? Why? Why did you need to do that? And it it will get so much worse in a little bit in a few books, which is not that little of a bit for us, but in a few books it'll get so much worse and you're going to be like that doesn't why why did they change that that doesn't make any sense i don't know if they're even going to continue with that show or I or who made it or don't. or anything yeah no, i don't bad. even know i so i love the depiction they have of using the one power it's so cool it is so cool but the plot is just trashed absolutely trashed the characters sped it right along don't work they don't and it's it's so convoluted in just this weird like for some reason i i we know the reason because everything has to be you know equal rights for everyone and all that stuff which because it is yes, 20 rights is good but is, yeah but <laughs> when they're when they're talking about i how many episodes of the show have you seen I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing, but I, I, I it certainly okay. just blurred so, together. The one of the reasons yeah. that well, I was when gonna, they're talking about the anyway. Dragon Reborn, they're like, yeah. well, it could be a woman. It's like, no, that's just that you don't. That's so stupid. It's so dumb. Like you don't have to do that. It's it doesn't. But is have that, to be that does 
not to even play devil's advocate, but like, does does a character say that, and the character is wrong, or is like the the lady like, no, I know what I'm talking about. It could be a woman. Uh, it's Egwene specifically, right? And that. so is it is it something that like she did? She might not have known that, and it's like thrown in there, or nobody would even think of that. And why would you even want that? Because like, having read the book now to this point hearing them talk about how tar- how terrible the dragon is and like even in the show they kind of reference it somewhat why would you say that why would you say well maybe a woman oh, can be the person who destroyed the entire world like what <laughs> it's what it, that's that's the, that's the uh, that that's the way that Egwin delivers it she's like hey stop saying he it could be it's yeah, that exactly. kind of thing like, okay what? okay i was i was trying to determine exactly how this yeah okay i got you. yeah sure okay, <laughs> it's, like, it's the rebirth of the dragon and it's like it's, it's a male wielding the male side of the source it has to be a male to wield the male side of the source it's, it has to be that it has yeah to be. is there only anything else i don't want to i'm we're gonna i'm gonna keep asking things that i'm gonna learn within like a few chapters but yeah. is there can there only be one man is it one man on the one side of the man source uh so this is, I mean, it's not that. I mean, if we're if we're really getting into it, and I should just read it, just that. <laughs> um, no, it's it's not that. It's not super important, but okay. it's just like so. The one power is split up into the two um, different genders: the female source and the male source. Sure. So only women can wield side R, and only men can wield side in. Okay, that's it. So you cannot have a dragon reborn wielding sight in that is a female because females can't wield sight in. <laughs> it's not is just a fact of the world that that does not work. Okay, are, are the I guess my next question is: Are the Aes Sedai all women? Uh, yes, the Aes Sedai in the books that you will meet are all women. Okay, I guess that's enough. I don't know. I'm gonna because this is but it's in my nature to start wondering what the system is. You know, <laughs> yeah, but all right, but that's lot, enough. I got okay, it, but like, yeah, I remember there were like red ones that were hunting our adventuring party in the TV show. Oh, how would they? Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, you know, I gotta, all right, so, so this has gotta, I gotta get the TV show out of my head if we're gonna be talking about this book. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to meet any, any Red Aja until at least book two. Okay. You're not gonna meet any of them. It's not a thing that you're gonna know about or anything like that. And it's, oh my god, I can't believe that that's. Okay, that's not technically true. You will see in the distance some red aja that's it you won't okay. they won't be involved in the story like intimately or anything like that you ever read any stephen king i have read some stephen king yeah <laughs> anything any anything in particular that that you liked um i don't know i find it really hard to get into his stuff because it's sure. very Sure is maybe like I'm always missing something, you know. Okay, yeah. Like it feels it feels incomplete. I know that it's a lot of oh. it is because all of his stuff is like super interconnected, and like he well, makes that, a lot of that it feels like cocaine. he makes a lot of references to yeah. other stuff that he's done before, and I'm just like I haven't read all. Of it. No, but well, <laughs> I he, don't know what's the, what the starting point is, so I'm just kind of like, eh. he does that, but he also makes references to things that he thinks he might write someday. <laughs> that's why that's why i i I feel like i'm missing something and i'm like yeah but it is all and yeah it's all it's so much it just feels very like not necessarily out of the story but a little bit weird in the story sure and like i've read because i've read a couple of things from him i'll be like oh that's that's probably what that was about like it kind of made sense in the first one but it was a little weird and then now that i've read this i understand why it was that but then it's just like <laughs> i don't oh. wanna, i don't want to read 60 books just to understand yeah. what every other of the 60 books was well, trying to now you got to it's nine there's 19 <laughs> there's, yeah there's nine there there are 19 <laughs> that are rec- i'm not even kidding that's like the core if you want to know what's going on um 
Oh, uh, Arthur. Yeah. What do you think of? Yeah. Any because you mentioned little details like the Ouroboros. What do you think about Arthur Pendragon mm -hmm. being mentioned in this world? Do you think that's I love a? It. Oh, it's so cool. I love it so much. And uh, oh, wait for the end of book two. You're gonna be okay. so happy. It's great. But yeah, maybe I shouldn't I love, ask you I the follow up. Then. Pendragon. I love Arthur Hawkwing. Um, is that is he an actual? Wait, but he's he's mentioned as a as a figure of legend. Yeah, he okay. is absolutely. And like, it's really cool because it's very much like the way that England was. You know, it's very much the story of King Arthur. Like he united the entire kingdom, and then he died, and all of his kids were like, "We we should all get a part of this." And then everybody breaks apart into pieces, and it didn't really work out for. <laughs> Yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel like it's? Do you feel like it's? I mean, and maybe, and don't answer this if it's a spoiler. But do you? Do you feel like it's one of those things where like certain legends just resonate throughout worlds? Like somehow there is a connection to our world from this mythological, legendary, and that's why. Like I, I just I think it's really interesting that that uh, you know a real world yes. myth I, appears I in that, these people's legendary. I love, that you, brought that I love okay. that you brought that up. Well, because I'm thinking about the Dark so Tower. <laughs> I love this series so much and I can't wait okay. to read more. <laughs> Is that your answer? Uh, Should you not yes, answer? Oh, great. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, that, that is, that is, I think, the best answer that I could possibly give to that question with how excited you were about it. <laughs> because... King I think, Arthur... I think this is I think this is probably this series is one of the reasons that I am so heavily invested in philosophy and like Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially philosophy of religions and things like that. It just I I was interested in in you know myths and stuff like that before I read these books. That's why I, you know, I was like, "Oh, Ouroboros, I've, you know, heard of the the snake the eating its tail, the world snake. I I understand. But like getting more into it and more into like the wheel of time, the wheel of time obviously being a reference to, you know, Hindu reincarnation, um, wow. karmic balance, things like that. Um yeah. So there's a whole lot of religious symbolism and like mythological representation and like kind of nods to stories from our worlds you know so you know real or otherwise yeah it's really cool and like uh this is again me just gushing about it because like oh. <laughs> i'm just, glad you're excited like, created an entire world that they work together in like it feels like a real place you know it's not just reading about some you know, fantastical world that, you know, oh, I'm sure if magic existed, if you took magic out of this world, you would still be like, yeah, this is a there, real, this yeah, is a real it would place still be a functioning in, thing. Yeah. Like, this is just, you know, the history of Earth. <laughs> so it just, and it feels so, I don't know, it, it's just, it's crazy to me. I can't even imagine trying to make that kind of thing you know I, I wouldn't even know where to start because there's so so many things that you have to think about and so many like uh just little tiny details that you have to keep track of and like think about adjusting in certain ways and everything like that you know absolutely um the the sort of aggregate of world mythology and kind of universal ideas like that brings dark souls to mind which i'm very fond of but uh yeah. um in i what I, I wanted to tell you that in the dark tower uh which is a stephen king which is a big there's seven well there's a bunch of stephen king books that are dark tower <laughs> books and um uh yeah our, our king arthur figures into those books and he's is it's referred to the line of eld it's arthur eld and uh also in those books ka which is fate is referred to as uh, a wheel oh 
I said I was going to make a cool. list of properties yeah. where time or fate is referred to as a wheel. Uh, yeah. True detective, not really. <laughs> he refers to time as a flat circle. Um, but yeah, and actually, I mean, the Dark Tower is another... It's a, it's real sloppy. <laughs> kind of like kind of like everything I said. He makes references to stuff that he thinks he might write someday. But uh it is a real yeah. it's like it, it is those it's it's just it's got a lot of gravel in it that's made from bits of stories that you recognize from other places and I mean this is, you know, I was mm-hmm. I got into mythology you know when I was young and then, you know, Lord of the Rings was a big deal for me and uh you know, a couple other big series. But honestly, by the time I was like, you know, 20 and could really give The Lord of the Rings the attention it deserved, I was also reading The Dark Tower that was out coming out around that point. And actually that book, those books I bought as they were coming out. And then also uh, Game of Thrones until he stopped putting them out. (laughs) I think he's still threatening to write one. To write another, he's oh like boy. pretending. Oh he's on the internet going, "I'm gonna write another book." <laughs> you can't stop me. Yeah, he's not my gonna thing, ever. My thing with um... Game of Thrones, Game George of Thrones Jones. is um, he. I have read way too many fantasy books by the time that those came out, and sure, uh, basically. They're, those books are all um, derivative. Yeah, like straight up taking. He's a big fan of all those D and D novels and stuff, of, and like everything we've talked yeah. about so far. He loves all this shit. <laughs> oh yeah, he was eating like, it up. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't think he's bad. Yeah, he's, not he's a bad plagiarizing. You know, yeah. Well, well, it's it's pseudo plagiarizing because it's like sixty percent of the things that he writes, sixty percent of the things in those books are like directly taken almost word from word from another book that I've read before. Sure. So it's sure. very like, and like the plot points, uh, like all of the like, um, what is it? Uh, plot strokes, whatever, whatever it is. The yeah, just like yeah, I'm not like sure. all things that I've read somewhere else. So it's okay. very mm. and it's it's good in the way that like he compiles it in a way that obviously nobody else has before and it's really interesting in that. But in terms of being a good writer, I'm always like, not really, because he didn't write most of the book. He wrote maybe forty percent of the book and he just compiled everything else. He's great at compiling. Absolutely. Calling him a great writer or one of the greatest writers of the of the modern era, I'm like, (laughs) it sounds like if, it sounds like if someone had been playing D and D for 40 years and had been in some great campaigns and decided to write down the stories that happened in their campaigns, but they, you know, they had to kind of keep the world the way it was and had to just change the names of a few places. And you can see yeah. that it was <laughs> inspired by something else kind of shining through. Yeah. So it's it's very much like... I, I can appreciate it for what it is, but it's not... Um, I don't know. It's not something that I enjoy. And I don't... I don't think of him as a writer for it, you know? Sure. Not that he can't write, obviously. Like, he wrote a fair portion of it, but... I feel like it's way over exaggerated like his skill as a writer and it very much devalues like all of the other writers that he's taking from you know not in a bad way again like he's not taking he's not plagiarizing in the way that he's taking huge swaths from a single book it's reprinting yeah yeah exactly so it's not again it's not like oh he's a terrible person it's just people are attributing more to him than he actually did. Sure. Yeah. My issue. So we've got a, yeah. So I'm going to read chapter five today. We've got our little, we've got our party. 
We, uh, I got to stop thinking about the TV show. But yeah, we got Rand, Matt, and Perrin. We got Mograde and Len. Len, is that his name? Lan? Lon. Lon. Mograde and Lon. Lan. And we've got, we've got the Glee Man and the Man in the Black Cloak. Those uh, are... Here's the easy way to figure out, you know, what what exactly it is go back to the oh we've got the you got the glossary yeah go to the glossary (laughs) oh i I don't have the book right in front of me um they don't have his actual title as well that's oh what's his title uh he's alan mandragoran um so this is not really super important plot points. I'm fine with. Um, they do have it. It's just under land. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, in some kingdoms, the Al before the name is indicative of uh, royalty, essentially. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. Some yeah. some of the characters we've met in this little village have little prefixes. Among yes, their, like their okay, yeah. yeah. Is but Tam descended from ancient kings? Hmm? Is Tam descended from ancient kings? Uh, no, not directly. Okay, but yeah, that's about. It's funny. A lot of these questions are like. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I really should. Yeah, and I'm really, and I'm really, but it's, you know, it's like, it's in my nature to just kind of wonder about the interconnectivity and all these things and where, you know. But yeah, we're, go ahead. A few chapters, you'll understand why I'm like, not directly, it won't, I won't be explicit. And like, he's not, uh, he's not directly linked with any kings. So, okay. You know, and it's like, I'm in an, I'm in a hurry to get to like the adventuring party, even though I just said it's like against, like not what I wanted to, to you know how I want to read a book, but like I want to know yeah. who because I want to assign them roles. <laughs> when there's an adventuring party, I like to think of the characters in the book as the tank and the DPS and you know the scouts or the the support. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Is Good does everyone luck. are these all very broad characters? I mean, they, uh, I mean, I know that they're going yeah. to be. Well, I, you know? If I if I had to if I had to assign them D and D roles, um, I would say. Rand is a sorcerer fighter, uh, a... ooh, like a spellblade. Yeah, <laughs> I and, did. Um, I did a little fencing dance. <laughs> ranger, almost. Oh, I okay. I give him at least two levels in ranger. Okay, I would split it pretty evenly between fighter and sorcerer. Um, Perrin, uh, I would say is. Barbarian fighter ranger, ranger, and you know what? I don't think ranger, I even. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, go. I wouldn't have even. This isn't even something from the TV show that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it because on the back of the book it says that all of these children are potential dragons. Yeah, I kind of wish I didn't know that, but it yeah. says it on the back of the book, so that's why I. It's I didn't even. If I pick that up from the TV show, it's one of the um, things I've forgotten about. I want to I look up the original synopsis. Okay, uh, cool, yeah. I mean, I, I do want to hear about their D&D classes. I didn't mean to, <laughs> to throw you off. But, um, but yeah, so that's why I was sort of bringing up the kids, because I'm, I'm looking at them all not only as what role they're going to be playing, but also as, like, are these kids the Dragon Reborn? Which I imagine we'll learn that pretty soon. Yeah, I I just I remember. I'm gonna grab a book real quick. Sure. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So originally, every single one of the books, uh, the they have very very short things. Uh, so for the second one, the Great Hunt, Wheel of Time turns and ages come and go. What was, what will be, and what is may yet fall into the shadow. That is on every single one of them. Cool. And then. Uh, this one, for centuries, Gleeman have told the great hunt of the horn. Now the horn itself is found, the horn of Valir, long thought, only legend, the horn which raised the dead heroes of the ages. Yeah, it's almost like a little poem. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's, it is a very no, scant, like, scant synopsis. 
but it yeah. doesn't specifically yeah even mention any characters or places really or exactly and yeah. that's why it's like i wish i wish i had the original book that i used to have because i'm pretty sure the only thing it gave was that uh oh uh, the carathian Car- cycle um It's right after the prologue. There was the... um, Oh, in mine, it's maps, right? There's quotes at the end of the prologue before the maps. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And one of those is the Carthian Cycle, and it's um, about let the dragon ride again on the winds of time. Okay, yeah. Dragon Mount... All right, uh, the the Charles Driannon, yeah. is that what you want to know about? And yeah, can- so that one, the the last part of that, then uh, men cried out to the creator saying, O light of the heavens, uh, down to let the dragon ride again on the winds of time. That was on the back of the first book. That's what you got. All right. That was and that's awesome. <laughs> right, right. And now that oh. this is what it says, and it came to pass in those days, as it had come before and would come again, that the dark lay heavy on the land, and it weighed down the hearts of men, and the green things failed, and hope died, and men cried out to the Creator, saying, "O oh, light of the heavens, light of the world, let the promised one be born of the mountain, according to the prophecies, as he won, as he was in ages past, and will be in ages to come." Let the prince of the morning sing to the land that green things will grow and the valleys give forth lambs. Let the arm of the Lord of the dawn shelter us from the dark and the great sword of justice defend us. Let the dragon ride again on the winds of time. I fucking love it. I love it so much. Like, <laughs> how, do you write, how do you write prophecies like that? How? Like, it's so, so good. So good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like you must have heard me say this at some point, but I didn't, I haven't read until like a couple months ago. I haven't read a novel in 10 years. I remember something like that. Yeah. You th- I, and that's, re- that is, I read like Dr. Sleep in 2014. So like it really like, and I, I mean, the internet and a lot of things, had to do with why that happened but uh i'm so jazzed i'm so excited to big read a big fat stupid book about trees and elves and shit no i'm yeah no okay (laughs) (laughs) you know you know (laughs) i mean you've heard some things you've heard about the ogier and the aiel so oh sure yeah yeah. That's how you pronounce those, by the way, in case you were curious. <laughs> I read I read one of them as Ogre. Is that I don't want to even I don't want to ask really. It's it's, Og- it's Ogier, but right. yeah, I, I, I read it as Ogre first until I got to the end of the first book and I was like, Oh, there's a glossary. Oh, that's wrong. Oh <laughs> I, well, I mean I didn't I guess I mean no matter how it's pronounced, I read it as referring mm. to ogres. Oh, okay. Yeah. And weirdly enough, I actually pictured a race from Elden Ring. (laughs) Actually, that's not weird. (laughs) Because when I read Game of Thrones, every character in Game of Thrones was cast as a character from World of Warcraft. (laughs) Because that's all I was doing at the time. But the Aiel, I pictured the Alabaster Lord from Elden Ring, which is an elf-like, tall and strong kind of icy creature, stone man type. That's what I pictured, I so wait. we'll see. But I, yeah, I can't wait to meet them. Cool, because, uh, awesome. I can't. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to them, see other races and stuff. The inspiration for them is absolutely hilarious, and I want to see if you can pick it out because I got one part of it, and the other part just floored me when, like, I read about it. I was like, "Interesting." It makes I sense, but what? <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it. I, yeah, we're four chapters in. I'm going to read five today. Uh, yeah, thank you for suggesting it. And I mean, we'll talk uh, as we read this. We'll talk every 
every now and then about it. And obviously we'll talk, we'll type on discord, but uh, yeah, I do want to, I want to do some podcasting about books and, and that's, here we are. Here we are. Um, and uh, feel free to read more than one chapter if you do get into it. I'll let you know if I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm also reading, <laughs> I'm also reading a chapter of the maze runner every day. So I'm very busy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's fair. Uh, I but no, I mean, it's not It's not really even. Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of taking it slow. Well, I mean, it does... I do like having, you know, like a schedule and a way that I kind of go about things, but I really am just, mm-hmm. you know, because Fickle and, like, Thrash, who also has COVID, was talking about mm-hmm. how they wanted to pick this up. So I kind of wanted to start slow, just in case one of them was like, hey, I'm also reading it and I want to catch up. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah totally. I mean, the we have got we've got the thread on Discord and I'll kind of... We'll talk about how fast uh, we'll, I'll keep. I'll, I mean, one of the first things I said was I'll, you know, I'll post when I finish a chapter or whatever, and uh, I'll kind of let you know what my pace is like, and uh, we'll do it. Yeah, and we'll do. Maybe we'll do the whole series. I do want to. Maybe we'll do this and alternate other books. Maybe we'll just we'll see if other people we'll see if other people have opinions. But I mean, I'm in. I'm so far. I am into this. I do I do recommend at least going through book two before you swap over to something else. Um, okay, because, sure, we can do that. So book one was written originally, like the original print of it was written without the expectation of doing further the full series. Like sure. it, it's it was technically self-contained. So okay. there's a few things in it that are like. Uh, feel a little rushed and a little awkward okay kind of i don't know it's it's good enough on its own i really love it on its own but like to understand it but it is a part of yeah i have to go into the series itself where because i think that was his first book that he ever published so he was like i'm just gonna put this out and it was so popular that he was that they were like hey can you write more and he was like i actually have a whole like Thing that I wanted to do with it. And like, go for it. And he was like, okay. Hey, so. this, uh, he died young. Kinda? 50? Really six, yeah. Not 60-ish? Not, yeah. super, not super young, but he didn't get old. Yeah. No. Did he, was there an illness? Cardiac mm, amyloidosis? Cardiac? Oh. Wait, what? Protein amyloid on the cardiac muscle. Ooh, that's that's terrible. Oh, that's oh oh my god. Yeah, that's that sounds so uh, heart related yeah, trouble. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. sound like nasty words. Oh my gosh, the audio length, 29 hours for the Eye of the World, 26 hours for the Great Hunt. Wow, that's a weekend. That's, whoo, that's if you're listening to it, that's crazy. I've discovered that I like listening, and it's funny, I just said I don't think I will ever listen to an audiobook a second time, but... Now I'm kind of thinking about it. I've I've listened to a few books that I've already read and I think that I like listening to a book once I've read it. Like the second read I can listen to it and it still kind of soaks yeah. in. Because I don't know. I I I've read I've listened to a few books that I've never read and some of them but I I find that I have to put myself in in like a state of focus and actually be actively listening because Otherwise, I can just kind of phase out and miss mm-hmm. an entire paragraph of something important happening, you know? Yeah. So, I, I yeah. definitely would say, like, for that reason, like, that's one of the reasons that I don't listen to audiobooks. Because yeah. when I'm reading a book, I want to be there. invested in it. Yeah. I want to, which is why I hate the current book that I'm reading. And I'm just like, ugh. So, you hate the current book you're reading? Well, <laughs> what is it? Like, so the plot is really cool and really interesting and like the world in general is really interesting and I really want to learn more about it but the author's writing is the grammar is fine okay uh, 
sticking to a writing style, speaking, speak, sticking to a speaking style, s- sticking to a genre. Is not a thing <laughs> wow. So not so, so consistency is not a big. It's not going on. Yeah, and you look very <laughs> not a part boring. Of this. Like Aww. from from one paragraph to the next, the main character will go from oh. speaking like semi-Arthurian to sure. modern swearing left, right, and center. And I'm like, I... <laughs> not not working. I don't know what this character is supposed to be. Like, I, it's clearly a self-insert and. Like you're making references from your from your own brain to yourself, and I'm not part of that. So, and it's very weird, and it's awkward, and it just completely pulls me out of the story every four or five paragraphs. And I'm just like, oh, it's so brutal to read. But Damn. It's, Damn. Called, it's called Unliving. It's called Unliving, and it's a really cool idea where like there's there's already undead, but they're like necromantic raised skeletons. Okay, basically mindless, controlled by you know and there's zombies uh, also King. yeah and there's <laughs> also there's also um yeah basically there's that and so what happens is this person comes back as on their own as a sentient undead okay it's the first time that it's ever happened okay i'm like that's that's pretty cool you know because and uh, the other like the interest there's an interesting part of it where uh she's the daughter of the head of the church of life in a place that had just like in the past 15 years or something like that uh carved its own kingdom out from under a like oppressive necromantic ruler so okay. there's a lot of anti-undead sentiment but so it's really it, it's cool it's cool this is cool like there's cool plot there's cool world building and it just is so so hard because it, <laughs> it goes from slice of life to like war you know pseudo war thing to yeah you know epic uh, interesting magic to back to slice of life but also then kind of war with a little bit of magic slice of life and, and you're kind of just like going back and forth too much. about it and i'm like i just Ooh. it sounds and, like and yeah like, when characters are inconsistent that's what starts to make me annoyed when i feel like the characters behave differently from chapter to chapter or as though that they're just not fleshed out fully in the author's mind is mm-hmm. what the idea yeah. that i get yeah yeah, or or they're not. Maybe it is fleshed out in their mind, but we're but missing not, a lot it's of not coming out, it. and yeah. it's really annoying because there's there's so many details about like the way the food is prepared, and I'm like, that's neat, but um, can you finish? Can you finish like fleshing out the character? Rather than the food <laughs> they're eating? Oh, people, um, uh, authors love writing food about food. Before I know what food they're eating, <laughs> please, please, I like just make them a consistent. Uh, and it's it's also a very Mary Sue character, which can work well, but it it's done in a very awkward way. One of one of the biggest complaints I have. So early on, uh, some of the people, it's a web novel, so you know chapter by chapter, people can comment on it. And some people were oh. like, so she she discovered a new magic basically, and it's a cross between two magics and people were like, Oh, well, why can't she learn, you know, this other part of it from, uh, this other, you know, these other people who already have that basic magic, um, the non-combined magic. And she's like, Oh, everybody, every single person's magic is unique to them and nobody can teach anyone else magic. Oh, and now that's, (laughs) that's a big rule. that just suddenly, uh and now she's teaching other people how to use their magic. That isn't even, Oh well, that doesn't like, make sense. Magic that she knows how to use. And I'm just like, why? Why can she do that, but nobody could do that for her? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. It doesn't. Mm, mm, like it's it's okay for her to learn from other people. It's okay to just yeah. So it's it's a whole thing, and I it's not 
bad, but it is very difficult to get through the first 200 chapters. Wow. <laughs> After that, I, I am, I'm pretty invested well, in Only 200. <laughs> you only need to get through like 200 chapters and then you'll actually start liking it. It's not, it's not a good time. That's awesome. <laughs> because the idea is so cool i'm like i want to get i want to see if it comes to a point where this person actually is you know like are the the books are interesting enough and i think honestly i think if you started on chapter like 150 or so and just didn't care about the start maybe read the first two chapters or so and then skip to 150 you're not missing a significant enough thing and it actually would be an interesting enough read from there that you wouldn't have to like <laughs> 148 Uh-oh. chapters just skippable <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not putting words in your mouth that gonna, like that you're not gonna know what's going on yeah yeah wow <laughs> That's, Writing that's is great. That's kind of the issue that I have with the author. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'll write a, a web novel. Great, great plot strokes. I just please just let somebody else write it, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a terrible. <laughs> you have a great idea. Just let someone else write it. Come on. Come on. I, wow, that's I, rough. I am, I am ready to admit that if I start writing a book and somebody says that to me, I say I would gladly say, find me a person who's willing to write this and I will yes. hand it off to them. Great. I, have, I have all my ideas written down here. I can pass it on to them. I want to get this idea out into the world, you know. My goal here is to get every a bunch of people talking about books so much that we all end up writing books. I think that's what we should all aspire to do here. And I do I have a bunch of ideas and I kind of started writing one of them. I have the opening the opening scene because okay. it's not really the first paragraph and it's not like um yeah I don't know if you want to be too spoiled on it I mean you'll if you ever read it you're going to end up reading the opening anyways but yeah well yeah well I'll read I'll read it when you're ready to present it. If, if I mean, if that's right now, you know, I, I would. But that, uh, if you want to read that opening, I can I can send it. I'll t- sure. Yeah, it's not super long or anything, but it's. Uh... I mean, I do. I mean, obviously, obviously, there's a lot of things I want to do and want to create, uh, and they don't always end up happening. But like, I really do. I am interested in, you know, workshopping and working on shit together and, you know, supporting people, supporting each other while they do stupid shit like writing novels. So, I mean, that is part of my agenda here. So, like, I'd love to, I'll read anything you write. Okay, cool. Um, Let me, like, uh, get off the phone, though, and make lunch and find the cats and uh, talk to some other people today. Unless, unless you want, unless it's like right now, unless you would like to take my live reaction. Oh, uh, sure. It's, it's this quick is enough. It. It's, okay. It's pretty small. It's pretty small, but I tried to make it kind of give the idea for the story. Okay. Okay. Granted. So okay. Going to be I gotcha. He's made. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's I, just a quick little thing, and that's just kind of like going to be the opening scene, and then the first chapter is going to start on a new page. Sure, as, yeah, sure. as a seed for a story, great. Yeah. Cool. Good. It sets, as, you know, it definitely, it, it, it sets, it sets a, if it gets, yeah. gives you an idea of what the story might be about, that's that's all I want. You, you, have a, you have a setting and a direction. Like, you have a situation, and the situation is moving. Yep. Awesome. Let's write books. Let's read a lot of books and write a lot of them. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I hope everyone, I hope your wife and child are doing great. <laughs> I hope you're I doing great too. Uh, yeah, I got to go grab Jasper now so she can right. take a shower. Great. So. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Peace. Later, dude. Thank you for listening to Maybe We'll Talk. 
Uh, I think the plan at this time is that uh, on the weekends, probably, uh, there will be an episode updating a sort of book club type episode where we talk about whatever we have been reading. Obviously, right now, it's uh, Eye of the World. And then on Tuesdays, we will be continuing our discussion of Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, We'll be checking in with Saint, obviously, on Tuesday. And we'll see uh, what direction we're going to be taking after we finish the Camarilla. Our Camarilla coverage that we've been doing. If you would like to talk to me, or Saint, or Alex, or any of us about books or tabletop role-playing games, you can start on... uh, Discord is what I recommend, yeah. Uh, go to koyadk.tv, that's C-U-Y-A-D-K.tv. You can get a link to my Discord, you can talk to us about all those things. Uh, on that website, you can also get links to Etsy and buy some of my soap. You can support me on Patreon, there's lots of, all my social stuff is on that website, so check it out. Um, and also other episodes, uh, like movie review episodes, we are going to be talking to Michelle, Michelle some more. Nightmare on Elm Street. Two Freddy's Revenge, our cover, our coverage of that will occur, and uh, yeah, uh, right now it's Sunday, I believe. So I'll see you on Tuesday to talk about Vampire the Masquerade. Yo, Flyosity, what can you tell me about photosynthesis? Green plants make food through a process called photosynthesis. Using energy from the sun, cells in the leaves turn simple materials into energy-rich food. The epidermis is the skin. Beneath the upper epidermis lie the palisade cells, which are the chief food producers. Spongy cells are partly surrounded with pockets of air, which enable the cells to exchange gases with the atmosphere. The stomata are small openings in the lower epidermis under the leaf. Leaf veins carry water and nutrients from the roots. Carbon dioxide enters through the stomata. Chlorophyll, contained in cells of the palisade and spongy layers, helps absorb sunlight and transform light energy into chemical energy. Carbon dioxide combines with water and is photosynthesized into oxygen and sugar. Oxygen escapes through the stomata. The sugar, dissolved in water, is carried throughout the plant, providing energy for growth.